G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Want to win in life's challenges? To know the will of God and have more passion for Him? Practical help right now with Tark Barna and Running With Fire. Thanks for joining me today. I want to start with a challenging statement uh, I recently read that was made by the president of the third most valuable company in the world. And believe me, that is a very wealthy company uh, worth a lot of money. This is what he said. This is the, the president. A key to continued success is thrive on change. Thrive on change. Now, note he didn't say accept change, be open to change. He went much further than that. He said thrive on change. It's almost like grab it, enjoy it, embrace it, take a hold of it. You know, say, wow, this is awesome. The challenge is to respond to change and not react to change. Mark Twain said this, the only person who likes change is a wet baby. It's probably true. Most people don't like change. Our natural instinct, mine, yours, is to resist the winds of change that blow over our lives. You will have noticed that sometimes these winds of change will blow gently. Other times they're going to come with gale force, often unexpectedly. There's a statement that I've heard and read over the years which says this, when there is a shift in heaven, there is a sift on earth, which means when heaven is wanting to do something new in our lives or in our church or in our home, business, we will face a time of sifting, a time of changes. It's not comfortable But listen, God is up to something really good. Don't fight the changes that are God-sent and God-ordained. Luke 5, 37 to 39 gives us a reason why many of us resist change. And no one puts new wine into old wineskins, or else the new wine will burst the wineskins and be spilled, and the wineskins will be ruined. But new wine must be put into new wineskins, and both are preserved. And no one, having drunk old wine, immediately desires new For he says, the old is better. And isn't there a tendency in all of our hearts to think the old was better? But often, if we're honest and we think it through carefully, it's just a fantasy. We make the good old days seem a lot, lot better than they really were. And the other thing is, God is always moving forward. You don't keep finding or looking to God in the past, although it's good to remember the good things of the past and the things we can learn from the past. But God is moving forward. He's always up to something new. And so if we're going to move forward in life and with God, we have to embrace change. To move into the new, often you have to let go of the old. And that is not always easy. For my own self, just my own personal testimony for a short time, is that I've had to face a considerable number of changes over the last four years. What we did at Church Unlimited, we brought a Christian consultant in who looked over our whole organizations. We looked at strengths. We looked at weaknesses. And to move us forward, myself and even other staff had to embrace challenging uncomfortable meetings, and that was a change in itself, sitting in uncomfortable meetings where weaknesses of the church were listed, which often 
pointed back to me, and we had to embrace some changes. Now at Church Unlimited, we have executive pastors that are looking after a lot of the West Church, um, looking after a lot of the staff. What was mine, I've had to now let a lot of it go. So I've had to embrace change. But why was I needing to embrace change? Why was I willing to embrace change was so that the church and myself could all move forward, move into a new phase, and as a result, we all benefit. But to go forward, there had to be a letting go of how things were done in the past and embracing new ways of doing things, embracing changes, and that is not an easy thing to do. But if we're going to move forward, we must embrace changes. The key to a lot of this, of course, is to just be sure the changes are of God. When there is a shift in heaven, as I said before, there's a sift on earth. And so I had to embrace some sifting in my own heart to move myself and all of us forward. If you want God to do something fresh and new in your life, if you want heaven to shift over your life or an area of your life or your home or family or business and move you into greater fruitfulness then I want to suggest that you are going to need to embrace some sifting, some pruning, some changes. I read a book a while ago called Church Quake, and it speaks of the rise of powerful, what they call apostolic churches that are doing great damage to the devil's kingdom, winning a lot of lost souls and having a real impact. They found this, that a characteristic of these apostolic leaders is they are addicted to change. And they were constantly looking to God for new ways of doing things and were also willing to make a lot of changes themselves. When I read that, I just was another confirmation to my own heart that if you and I want to be increasingly effective, increasingly um, used by God and more fruitful in advancing his kingdom, then we need to be, well, not only open to change, but almost addicted to change, which brings me back to that quote or that statement by the president of the third most valuable company in the world. He said, a key to continued success is to thrive on change. And I guess the key point there is, do we want continued success? We want to keep on succeeding. Then we need to thrive on change. Tark Barner is the senior pastor of Church Unlimited in Auckland, New Zealand. For more information, to make contact or to listen again, look for Running With Fire at our website, vision.org.au.